Hello and welcome to 5 Minutes with Sean, maybe 10, Being Your Own Boss Part 2. So we kind of left you last time talking about, you know, before you jump off that cliff, before you say to yourself, I'm going to start a business, you know, a couple things to consider. Do you have an idea or a plan? Um, do you know how you're going to acquire customers and monetize your idea, advertise it, etc.? And more importantly, are you great at the craft you're about to go out and start a business at? Or do you really have the passion for running all of the parts that come with a business? Um, and one of those parts is work-life balance. And I have to be honest with you, when in sales, as hellish as ours can be at a dealership, typically 12, 13 hours a day in my case, mainly, um, and that's part of my own obsessiveness and that wasn't necessarily required of me, but there was a start and stop. In that case, it was, you know, 7, 8 a.m. to 9, 10 o'clock at night. Um, and so, but it did start and stop and you went home and that was it. Um, I find that when you run your own business, and again, because I am extremely cost conscious and run as lean as I can, I run my business from my house. Um, when I do that, it allows me to always be home, which is that's cool, but not cool because there's never an off switch ever. <laughs> the phone never is away from you more than a foot. Um, there's never, a, you know, you don't want to ever miss an email or a phone call. I mean, it, which is, which is fr frankly, it's ridiculous because as I said before on these very airwaves, um, most people aren't really great at what they do when it relates to customer service or getting back to other people. Um, and because I am great at it and my company's great at it, um, and I take a lot of pride in that, I got to remember that there's still probably even a notch down from that where I don't have to be as obsessive, but that, that comes in to work life balance, which as I said, um, is, is the most difficult thing. And I get that it's it, different when you're at, gone 12 hours a day. Um, I get that, that that does also impact your work-life balance. And again, that's why I said back in episode one that there is a, episode one of this series, sorry, um, that there is a tie together between selling cars and running your own business because the work-life balance discussion is different, okay? It's different and it's, it, it's, it's the same. So that's what I, I, I want people to think about. I'm gonna make a case for why if I, wasn't doing this why I'd probably just find a dealership in the most beautiful part of the country um, or maybe even the world for that sake and I would just go sell cars there and be a part of that because there was someone who provided you with every single thing you need to run your own business and and if you do it correctly and you you work for the right people uh, you really get the chance to do that and run your own business. So I'm telling you now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not yet in sales, um, that you you should try getting into automotive sales, but do your research and find a great place to work, not a place that's gonna burn you out. Find a place that believes in training. Find a place that believes in propping you up and trying to make you better and giving you a plan of growth. Do all of those things. Um, but if you do it and you excel at it, you can truly run your own business because here's, here's how it happens, right? You run your own business. What does that mean? You make your own hours. Well, when I was a top salesman, almost at any dealership I ever worked at, I could, within reason, make my own hours. 
I could work by appointment only. If I hit 20 to 25 cars a month, I could do what I want. And I think for the most part, those rules still apply. So you could do that. All right. So you can, so you can make your own hours. So we can throw that part out of it. Okay. You want to be able to make money. I got news for you. Uh, if you're selling 20 to 25 cars a month, you're making plenty of money. You're making six figures if you're doing that month in and month out. Okay. Six figures. If you can do that. That's pretty incredible. I mean, that, that still should be the rule. I know that deals are getting a little bit lighter these days, but that should still be the rule. If not, we're talking 80 plus, all right? I should back it down because I haven't... I know the, the $100,000 car guy is a little bit of a lost art, but it exists if you think of it as your own business. Someone who's paying for the acquisition of customers, someone who's driving them all the way to your showroom, someone who's making them call you, okay? That's a very, very difficult part of being in business. And don't forget, if you try to get into a consulting role where you try to go business to business, that's not retail sales. So if you were great at selling something retail, I can't guarantee you you're going to be great at selling something business to business. Because I have always been able, as a salesman, selling cars or suits, had incoming leads just to just to work and, and follow up with and get through the door and be a part of and do that. And that's not a thing on business to business necessarily unless you buy shady ass lists that aren't very helpful anyways. Like you have to just go out and you have to be busting, 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 hearing rejection a ton, way more than you hear it selling cars. Way more, in my opinion. And I've done both for quite a while. So again, I'm telling you, there are parallels that can do this. Selling cars is just like running your own business without any of the overhead. And that's pretty cool for people who aren't fans of debt or get concerned about, you know, the money or what goes into it all because there's a ton that goes into it. Look, and, and, and not only that, when it's time to grow in your world, you could say, do I want to grow and get into management? Which a lot of salespeople today are saying no to. A lot. A lot are saying I'd rather just sell cars. Or do you say, you know what, I'm going to just keep selling cars and I can bring out an assistant or a delivery expert and I can maybe sell even more and make more. I can make more time for myself. You can grow into that specific job and make it even bigger of a business for yourself. On the small business side, right now I have a friend of mine who uh, she owns, uh, she's an esthetician, owns her own, you know, uh, it's called facial awareness. And, and so she's, you know, that's, that's her business. That's what she does, facials and uh, nails and, and manicure, pedicures, what have you. And she's at a precipice right now because she's like, well, I have space next door and I could grow. And then for five minutes, we'll talk. I'll say, all right, but now growing means employees. It means having to pay attention to a lot more things. It means more overhead. It means more rent space. It means more acquisition. It means trust. And she kind of looks at me. She goes, I'm out. I don't want to do that. And it's not my intention to scare people away from me. Um, but it is certainly my intention to have people understand that, again, because there isn't like a, a I'm sure there, yeah, I know there's a million guys online, but there isn't like a, a class that you attend or that I'm aware of all the time that people can go and learn these things. And so I think that you should hear it uh, from someone who's now going on their fifth year of this particular business that this is just not easy and it's full of anxiety and craziness, lack of time management. How do I monetize my ideas? Where do I go next? Um, but it, if you pull it off, it's the coolest thing ever. And I'll leave you with this. I was at uh, a family event, Thanksgiving or what have you, a couple years ago, and uh, I was talking with an uncle of mine who just retired, a very successful guy in the in the banking world, CFO type guy. Um, and uh, I said, "Look, you know, I'm I, I'm kind of at this place where you know I'm thinking about hiring employees." And he looked at me, and he said, "Sean, what do you want to be? You want to be a million dollar company, or be a five million dollar company?" 
And I said, well, you know, there's only like four of us. So a million dollar company, I mean, I'm not greedy. That's cool math. He said, a million dollar company, the way that you operate, it's not going to require more people. A $5 million company is going to require a ton more people. You need to make a decision as to which direction you want to go. And I'm here to tell you that I chose direction 1 million um, because I don't want more people because I want to stay lean. I want to consistently offer the value that I offer to my clients at the highest level possible that involves me as much as it can while giving me the quality of life and the work-life balance that I want. So I tell you, go out and find the work-life balance you want. But if you're struggling to find your way right now, if you're wondering what to do for a job and you're listening to this, get into sales. And if you can, get into car sales. Because there's a great opportunity that exists there. The industry is ripe for great young people. So if you are thinking about it or have thought about it, get into it. If you have questions for me about it, you know I'm here to answer them. And if I can't, I know someone who will. So guys, thank you again so much for listening. I love two-part episodes. They're super fun. Um, As always, the phone number to reach me, text or call 216-278-0157. My email, sean, S-E-A-N, at carbizdonebetter.com. Always out on the LinkedIn, never out on the Facebook and Twitter. Any questions, concerns, shoot them my way. Otherwise, tune in next week. We'd love to hear back from you. Thanks. Thanks.